Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, new digs. Yes. I don't think they're going to be permanent though. No, this area, no, this is just, we're kind of in a stepping stone transition area to a much more cooler environment and away from a church setting. With Church is great, but I don't think we should be uh, here because it's just too hot. Yeah. Um, when when we typically film these, it's it's off hours and the AC That's is a never problem. on, right? And the room we were using before was blazing yeah. hot. That was when we had Greg in there last week, guys. I mean, couldn't really tell. Like, we got a good camera, but my forehead was less dripping with sweat there. I'm like, we, we need to get this episode done and get out of here. So, yeah. And yet again, I think this is the third one in a row that we're, we're actually redoing. Oh, yeah. Because um, we've had uh, some, there's a lot of growing pains with starting a podcast, right? We're getting the equipment figured out, we're getting new equipment. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Setting things up are, a little more challenging sometimes than we plan on. Is it just me or is it coming off that speaker too? Here we talk. Can you hear me? Hello? No, it's not coming off that speaker. Sorry, guys. Anyways, yeah. So we got a really low budget podcast set up here and well, we're not going to rank up until we like really pick up more steam. And we're actually starting to pick up steam. Thanks for last episode. We're, we're following the advice of one Greg Durbin, also known as Uncle Greg. We are. Who, uh, basically started off cheap. And didn't buy the more expensive equipment until he had the customer base to support it, if you will. And that's what we're doing. I mean, we're obviously trying to make some side dough here, but it's really just to help the lawn care community and encourage people. But it's not just lawn care, too. Like, we want anyone to listen to this. I mean, we want your business guys on your, like, lunch break to pop on the Turf Nerds. Hey, yeah. Bob. Hey, Bob. What are you listening to? Oh, Turf Nerds. That's I, a, I, it's I a think, lawn care uh, podcast. I, I've re-listened just to, to see where we might have screwed up and things like that. Yeah. And I've been entertained, actually, each time I listen. Maybe it's just because it's us, and I, I think, you know, some of the little inside stuff we might talk about is kind of funny. But I think yes. I think a couple people I know that have listened, they've been entertained. And also, I think we've had some pretty good advice for small business people, whether they're in lawn care or something else. We have. Um, the overarching is, I mean, we're targeting a lawn audience, but we're trying to do a more overarching, grandiose, 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 yeah. grandiose um, message. And I think we are touching people. Hey, it's free advice. It'll always be free advice. You're not going to have to pay for a coaching call or any sort of program or any like, you know, thing like that. The podcast is to help you grow, grow a, <clears throat> sorry, grow a lawn care business from the ground up with some, you know, lessons with faith and uh, life too. So, and that's what we got from Greg last week. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, if you haven't listened or watched the episode with with Greg Durbin, um, I think it's it was to me it was pretty inspirational to have this this person that at almost sixty years of age, oh, yeah. thirty five years in the the corporate world, started his own lawn care business, and he's been successful. I mean, think about it. Like as you said, he's almost sixty, and he built it in less than three years. He I gave him just some tips and pointers, but then Greg is the one who really ran with it and built it though too and it was just word of mouth good work flyers and that's basically it yeah and i think if you listen to him you you know he's big time customer service oriented and he really takes he his reputation extremely seriously and he doesn't want to have anything like with his his service that is going to come back looking bad on him so he's going to make sure he gives his all every time and greg's motto which is kind of my motto true is he says you know i treat your lawn like mine and so you know i take pride in going into all of my i count my lawns as like i'm living in this house today or like going here and going there it's like hey i want to get these to look 
as good. So when I'm driving away or you have a random person walking or a random person driving by, just say, wow, that lawn looks good. Hey, so-and-so, who did your lawn? And that's Greg's vision and my vision. And that's what it should be for the um, lawn lawn care community. But there's a lot of guys that just beat on their stuff. So <laughs> Yeah. Hey, um, you, you mentioned a couple minutes ago about how we wanted uh, yeah. the podcast to also touch on faith. Yes. And so I wanted to talk to you because I know during these summer months, sometimes you're working seven days a week. Oh, it's crazy. And it can be difficult for you to actually get to church. So I wanted you to talk about what you do during those times to kind of stay, um, stay fed, you know, to, to keep your guard up hmm. in, uh, you know, whether it's staying in, in the Bible or prayer life or what, what you're listening to, those kind of who you're who you're hanging around in your off hours, what, what you're doing to keep strong spiritually. Well, Hebrews 10, 26 says, let's consider to, how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. So it's been, you know, I think it's appropriate on certain circumstances to miss, miss church in um, certain seasons, but the Christian life is not a life to be lived alone. Like you can't be an FBI Christian. Yeah. And so, yeah, it can't be a lone wolf Christian. It can't be a lone wolf. We are, you know, Christ's body. There's many members, though, too. And so, during rainouts and, you know, part of the spring, I'll miss about a month and a half or two months, of, two and a half months of church just because I'm trying to get on schedule with the lawns. We're on the spring rush. Lawns are growing. And um, it can be tough. You know, I, I, I do this morning devotional. It's called Table Talks from Ligonier Ministries. Really good. It's uh, R.C. Sproul's ministry. And I, usually do that. And then I also listen to their podcast called Renewing Your Mind. R.C. Sproul is great. I mean, I'm a tad, I like the reformed Calvinist thing. I'm not saying it's the correct thing. So we don't need to get in, do a debate about that. Like that can be a separate podcast. Maybe Kyle Thompson from Undaunted.life will have us on for that. But um, it can be really tough though, when you own your own business and you have to be there, you know, to these houses to get the jobs done. And you just, you're mowing and you're just banging them out like, you know, one by one by one, but you're trying to, you know, deliver good work and it can be so distracting when you're focusing on the lawns. And I felt like my spirituality, well, I hate calling it that, but my spiritual life kind of strains during, you know, April and May because I'm so focused on work and I'm getting stressed. And I really realized how vitally important church is too. And being here with the body, there's only so much you can get on a podcast alone, but regardless, being in the word daily is vital during, especially these, difficult times during the spring. So, yeah. And I know you mentioned one podcast, but you're listening to, to quite a few, uh, I got a whole Christian bunch of stuff. podcasts oh, yeah. that, uh, I think you've mentioned. If anyone uh, wants a list and Ben, Ben, uh, has a list too. We, we, we got some good, um, reformed sound conservative theological Christian podcasts that yeah, we'll really rattle them off again. I know Undaunted Life, we both listen un, to. Undaunted you, Life, you got Cooper stuff, you got Fearless with Jason Whitlock. That actually is a Christian podcast. Uh, obviously, Renewing Your Mind by um, R.C. Sproul. I also like uh, Love Worth Finding by uh, Adrian Rogers. I think he's more of charismatic, but his preaching, though, he, he hasn't said, he, he's passed away, but he, he's, he still has solid preaching. And I also, um, the pastor of our church, Fred, he actually listens to the Bible on tape and he encouraged me to, to do that too. So while I'm, I'm actually on the mower, I'll listen through um, Galatians, you know, Ephesians, Philippians, go through a couple different books. And, you know, as you're mowing, you can get, you can just start to daydream and kind of just not really pay attention. So I'm not always like listening hard to what the word's being preached, but after a while, like you, you, you get to They're memorize still soaking it. soaking it in though. Yeah. Faith you know? comes by hearing. 
and hearing by the word of Christ. I think that says that there in Romans. So it's um it's vitally important. I mean, I don't know how you could run a lawn care business without having any any sort of faith. Like, what would I rely on if I was an unbeliever or non Christian trying to run this? My own strength? No. I tell you one thing: I'm a I'm a sinner and uh, can't do it without the Lord. So yeah, couple that I listen to yeah. uh, different from you. I listen to. Uh, Central Christian Church uh, from hmm. Los. I, yeah. I had the um, when when I was in a, a traveling job uh, earlier in my career. I spent a lot of time out west. So there's a, a church in the Las Vegas area called Central, um, and they I have heard a, of that. Yeah, they have a weekly. It's just a podcast of their sermons. They're excellent. Pastor Judd Wilhite, who I heard of Judd. You'll, yeah. you'll hear him on K Love on their Fifty Nine Seconds of Hope. K Love. Um, I'm Tom Carter. Right. Uh, another uh, another church out oh, that's, west. That's actually the message. Sorry. Anyways, yeah, that, that's uh, XM Sirius Radio. Um, Close enough. <laughs> out west in Carpinteria, California, there's a church called Reality Church. Huh. Used to be uh, Pastor Britt Merrick, uh, and he now owns this uh, Channel Island Surfboard Company. Um, they have a, a weekly podcast. Did service. you give me a book by Britt Merrick once? It was solid. I, I, I'm drawing a blank on what it was called. I did. What's this uh, book called? Big God. That's the, I. He's I got, think I still have it. Or did I give it back two, to you? He's got two books. One is Big God and one is God Speed. I think he gave me the Big God book and I thought I read through it and I really liked it. So, yeah. but Yeah, he's got a great story. And he actually retired from the ministry about a year or two ago to take over this, this family business. But he's uh, still solid, um, good guy. He's like well-known in the surfing world. And they have... That's right. I'm just um, California dudes. Yeah, they have this uh, company, Channel Islands, which sells surfboards primarily, and then a lot of uh, just like California beachwear. Beachwear is always good. Yeah, I can I can rock some California beachwear while uh, mowing, right? <laughs> um, I know you had a chance though the last couple of weeks to actually be in church on Sunday. Yes, and I know that you had re- you know remarked to me earlier that that was that was good to be back and seeing some of the you know once once you are really into a, a local church, you have like this whole additional family. And people know when you're gone. So they do. And they give you yeah, a hard time that. about it. We have um, this really tall guy at church. His name is Darren. And he kind of talks like this. So we said, welcome back. Hey, you've been gone for a while. So I'm like, Darren got to work. He goes, no excuses. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But you also gave me crap though. I think, well, I think a lot of people just gave me some, they cast, uh, cast some lots on me or, no, I, don't, I, I don't think when they're, they're, I think it's all good natured and they just yeah. miss having you around. Um, That's important to just though too, guys. I mean, work's work. I mean, I'd work six days out of the week, take off church, but then now, and now we're finally back to our normal schedule. So it's funny though. Like I have a friend from work, yeah. a very good friend who, uh, he came to an event of mine. Uh, I can't remember some, some kind of family type event and a lot of church people were, we were there and he said, man, you have a lot of friends. I'm like, this all my church people, yeah. you know, and some of them become like family to you. You don't even think they do. You know? I mean, it's, if you really get plugged into a solid church and it's all about community and if they love you, they'll care for you and they will push you to grow in your walk with Christ. Even when you're gone and running the lawn care business, they still reach out to try to get to find him. Like, Hey, I'm here. I'm just buried in thick grass, quad cutting these lawns. RC Sproul's good to a point, but body is so important, though. And I know you you try to hang out with uh, some of your Christian buddies when you get the chance. Like, yeah, you've been involved in Bible study fellowship for BSF many years. Been great. You, oh yeah, 
accumulated many friends from that. And like, don't you bowl with uh, one bowl of your buddies from there? I'm a really good friend named Alex, Alex Quint. Um, we started going um, after, so we actually have a young adult BSF class here. It, it'll pick up in September and go through about May. And so this is February when I was more free with my schedule. I was, I was plowing snow, but that's sporadic. So Alex is like, hey, I'm part of a bowling league. And I started, I kind of laughed at him like, <laughs> bowling league, bro. And so anyways, it was after Bible study one night, started bowling. And we've been bowling weekly since then. So solid, godly brothers keep you in check and accountable through your busy times. What, uh, what kind of numbers are you talking when, uh, what, what kind of average are you and Alex I, throwing up I there? probably average one, 125, 135. Alex is probably a 145, 155 bowler, but we, we've, we've thrown a couple games. I've, I've thrown 188, 160s, but Didn't you games just, up uh, and down. Didn't you get your own shoes? I did. Shoes? Recently so, just bought my own bowling shoes. So That's uh, got to be worth 10 pins a game. I well, you think I, I think know, I actually your, bowled, your own comfortable shoes. I really just need my own ball, but that'll come in time when I have more time. I, I'm still quite busy with work, and once we're in kind of the off snow season, that's when I'll probably get my own ball because I got little fat hands. Yeah, many years ago, I was in a um, a bowling league. It was actually a church related bowling league, and I borrowed my brother's bowling ball. And oh goodness sakes! It had a uh, like a nickname for the ball on it. It was called the Grabber. <laughs> it sounds like your hands would get stuck in it or something <laughs> like that. Oh, gosh. That's pretty funny. Oh, man. But uh, back on the lawn thing, I, I know one of the things we wanted to talk about, seems like there's some guys that are getting out of the business yeah. lately. Um, what do you think's going on with that? You know, it's kind of sad, though, too, but I think it really just rides the coattails off of COVID. And, and it's gas, but it's not just gas. It's inflation. Everything else is up. Mowers are like prices of cars now, too. You want a 72-inch mower, you're going to pay almost 20 grand. And um, my mower was 10,600. 10, Back in the day, you get a 60 inch mower for seven grand. So the thing is, I think some of these older guys are kind of getting out because they're getting old. They can't do it by themselves and they can't find enough help or any help, though, too. And even with paying someone 18, 20, 25 bucks an hour, it's hard to find quality work. So guys are shutting down shop right now. I've gotten a dozen calls and texts. Like even over the past couple of weeks, hey, my lawn guys just went AWOL on me. They're not returning my calls. Um, X, Y, and Z, can you put me on? And uh, I have my voicemail set up where they either leave me a voicemail and I either leave me a voicemail and I try to call them back or they just text me like address. I'm like, sorry, your lawn's not on my route. And I can't actually really refer people now because I don't really, I, I we used to have a local lawn Facebook group and then they kind of shut that page down. So I used to be able to refer out people there though too. But now I'm like, I don't even know who to refer because people are going out of the biz and, um, you know, it really is basically because of the labor. Sh I mean, unemployment's ran out, but then people are just out of the work. You, you, you can't find quality help though too, but this opens up the market for, hey, more lawns coming in to me, maybe in my area though too. But it's it's kind of tough right now, but I'm in, a, I'm in a position where I have route density where I can make a lot. I, I mow 95% of the time. I also hedge trim and, and install mulch and things like that, basic landscaping, maybe some tree work, but I'm in a position where I can mow and be profitable. And it's sometimes it can be hard to, you know, make it be profitable mowing. But if you set it up and have a dense route, this takes years and time. You can be very profitable just mowing. There's a lot of money to be made in other things though, too. But yeah, you've yeah. gotten to the point in your career where you can be selective with the lawns you take. And, you know, you've, you've had enough come at you where you can be like, okay, I don't need those anymore because they're sure. taking me too far out. 
and I can bring in these here and have, like you say, where you just lift the gate once and do 30 lawns and then that's go the home. That's the thing. So, and that's where Greg is on the cusp of, so he mows bigger lawns than I do, but he's kind of on the cusp of um, next year. I think he talked about there in the last podcast about having a two-stop minimum. And so mine, I cut about 125. I have some uh, houses and stops that are 14 stops, um, 11s, 10s, 3s, 4s. And so you want to get it down. You want to build yourself over time where you have a three-house stop minimum. And you could still, I, I could even mow less. I could probably mow 90 you know, a hundred lawns a week, even raise my prices even more and make the same amount of money because I'm so established in a um, certain area though, too. So can really make a lot of, I, I see, I'm puzzled at to why some guys are leaving. And I think it's because they're spreading, they're spreading themselves out too thin. They're getting killed with gas. They don't have, you know, route density. And so they're leaving the business. Also labor though, and cost of materials is crazy right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what to say for that. Supposed to be a boo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. Some of the guys. Uh, this will be good. I do not know how to run my soundboard yet. Sorry, guys. Don't hit it again. No. Um, some of the guys, though, they also, I think, are getting out of the straight mowing business and doing the other jobs where they can maybe command a bigger, sure. um, bigger amount per job. And that's what, you know, I'd, I'd like to do that, do go in the more hardscape landscape end. But, you know, with mulch and stuff, it's, it's good profit. And I like it. It's pretty seasonal, though, too. It's finding the right client, though, too. And I would like to dwindle out maybe 20, 25 more lawns and try to grow in that area, too. But you can make a lot of money mowing if you, if you really set it up the right way. And it's kind of hard. I liked Greg's strategy where, you know, when the weather's good, he's mowing four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Yeah. And he's reserving Friday and Saturday, well, for either to catch up on rainouts. Yep. Room and or, margin for air. Or to do some of those other jobs um, yes. that, that he can get in. He tries to make it where it's only going to be a, a one day job because, yeah. because like you said, he doesn't want to have to, you know, use his Friday, Saturday and then tell the person, oh, I can't come back till next Friday. Um, so I, I kind of liked his strategy there. I think, um, you know, if the, if the weather agrees, it works out well where he gets the 64 lawns done those first four days of the week. And then he's mm -hmm. got Friday and Saturday to fill in with other work. Well, think of this. I wanted to do a Monday through Thursday schedule this year. I thought I was going to mow 125 in four days. And I didn't, I counted my lawns. Long story short, I was, I was mowing up 150, 155, as we talked about in previous episodes. So I had a, I had a fire, um, about 25 people. And so I'm mowing 125 in about five days. And so I'm, I'm fine with that. Cause it's just, I've noticed you have to constantly remind people that you, that you have that diversified your services and all and offer mulch and hedge trimming. And now I do aeration though too, but I think next year I'm going to set myself up more like, more like Greg. So what I'm going to do is doing a lot 15, 10, maybe slow pay customers for cheapos. Cause I'm mowing some fringe line cheapos. Like I've, I've raised people quite a bit, but I think I'm really going to stick it to them next year. Cause Hey, you'll know what loyalty is quickly when you really do it, you know, raise them. And, even if I were to raise them again, it would still be a competitive price though, too. So I'll dwindle that down the next year to four days and really push more of the hardscape landscape end though, too, because that's where you can generate more income for these dry months here. But then we're, we're finally starting to get more rain now, as we said in the last couple of episodes. So yeah. it's, 
you kind of got to balance it. And Greg's doing a great job doing that too. Yeah. Talking back about guys getting out though, I, I went to the tiger game on Saturday with a friend of mine. That's also in the lawn care business. Yeah. And he, he does a lot of landscaping projects as well. He's looking to divest of the lawns. He's got like 52 of them and he's, he's got it listed on Facebook marketplace. Try to sell them. How would you, how would you value that? You know, what, what's that worth to somebody to, to get 50 lawns? No, it's not. I would say it's not the lawns and it's just the equipment. The problem is, though, I mean, Greg, Greg got lucky where he, he labored this guy for a couple of lawns and they, he, was, he was nine out of 10 with them, right? No, it ended up so, being 15 out of 16 because he said 16. he got another six. But if they're quality customers, then I guess you could sell them. The problem is, though, people will be like, uh, you know, you're getting out of the business and then you're signing me up with this new guy. Well, I miss you. I'm not sure if I want to go here with this new guy. And I miss Evan or I miss Brad or Ben or Zach or whoever. And so, um, you know, I would really just list, if I were to sell my business, I would list it for basically all the equipment and then somehow maybe do a deal with, you could liquidate, I mean, you could sell the lawns. So say I had a hundred lawns to sell. I don't think I would do it based off of just the, I, I, I might do it like 70 lawns or, okay. Like, yeah. Say se- I, I've got a hundred. You're going to probably only convert 78% sure. of them into yeah. full-time that's business say, for yeah. yourself. That's, that's the thing. So it's kind of like, it's a, it's but, a give or take though. But if they're a, a good client and you've been mowing for them for a long time, most of them will take your word, but they'll, they will still miss, you know, seeing you though too. Exhibit A couple weeks ago i had greg uh he got done um thursday he came out and he helped me and i had some clients come out like who's this nice man that's not you i'm like oh greg's just trying to greg i told him uncle greg's just trying to catch me up like oh he oh he's a he's a very nice man so people watch and people know so it's a lot of you know deliberate thought behind it but really they're buying the equipment and if you maintain your stuff then you'll get a good return and kickback if you were to you know sell your business so yeah well, I know we got some more guests coming. We, we do. had two good guests in a row today. You know, and this is kind of like a, a home game where it's just me and you. Um, We're batting up here. But we, we'll have uh, a young guy. We do. He's a landscaper, hardscaper. His name, his name is actually Evan, though, as well. So we'll have him on here, I think, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think, um, think he's taking a little vacation. And I think you're going to be taking a vacation in the next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this next week, so um, I'm going to be going, I think we're, as a family, we're going down to Sunset Beach for a whole week. Um, it's down there in um, North Carolina. It's great. Um, we used to go down there for years, but then we had some family and life issues come up. And then we, we started going back down there. Extended family, right? Full, full your, my side of family, family, yeah. So we'll be going down there for a week. So that'll be a really good time for R&R. And I'm able to do this, guys. You're able to do this. I'm not subbing out any work because the lawns are basically dead. And I know all my lawns so well. No lawns will be long even in two weeks. And that's with people watering. Well, so know, you know your get, lawns. Like I'm getting out my rant box right now. Know your lawns. Be OCD. Know how they grow so you can be like, well, yeah, you know, I could take some time. And, and you know, I would only take one week off a year and the rest, you you book it hard you know, eight, nine months and then get back into snow, get into snow, snow too. Sorry. I'm kind of going off, but know your lawns. Yeah. And when you, when you get back, you're going to be working like a dog for big time, uh, oh, quite yeah. a while to get yeah. everything back up to speed. Right. 
and that's that's what you have to do, and that's the price you pay. And I'm still young; I'm 31. You you do it now, and we'll we'll see where the where the where the biz takes. And I really love what I do. And you and I are trying to network here with the lawn community more. We I mean we we talked about this guy. I mean we we got the pod going because you have business wisdom and you're creative, and I'm the lawn guy, and you mess this together, and we got a turf nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I see we're at about uh, 24, 25 minutes. Anything? Uh... Anything you want to get off your chest before we go? You know, I would just say, guys, um, stick it out during these tough times right now with just the, I guess we went into a recession. I don't know how much this, this is going to affect anything, but. Well, it depends. They they keep saying, well, it depends who defines the recession. Uh, whatever they say, he doesn't even know where he is. Pray for our president. Hey, I didn't vote for Biden, but we still got to pray for old Sleepy Joe. Uh, anyway, you know, just through these difficult times, your keyword, I, I would just say network and Pray and come to the Lord and take it to Him right now too. I mean, sorry, like the the, the way I'm sitting, kind of like it's like kinking my neck here. But you know, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So I mean, come to Christ and we just got to pray through this and ask for strength to get through these could be difficult times with lawn care. But guess what? Grass ain't going up. Grass ain't going on there. Going nowhere, man. If I could talk, man, I'm sounding like Biden now. And so just get out there and crush it. And as Uncle Greg said, treat your lawn like it's yours. Well, I think uh, the problem is with that it, model. It, is, yours isn't so great right now, right? No, no, mine's fine. The problem is with that model. Some guys treat their lawns horribly. I, think, I know. Take pride. I leave no stragglers. I double cut when needed. And I actually edge, edge weekly. I could go into a whole other rant. But the about funny thing weekly, is, I think so. a lot of lawn guys, the last thing they want to do is oh, do last their thing, own lawn when they come home. Guys, my front my front yard's good. It's, it's striped up. It's fertilized. But my backyard, some of these guys would be like, whoa. <laughs> he's a he's a you, lawn bum. Yeah, but you have, to, you have to walk all the way around the back to see yeah, it, it's, right? Uh, pretty, it's uh, pretty secluded. But guys, thanks for listening. All right. Have a great, we appreciate great week, it. everybody.